Ahoy, and welcome to the Open Journal Blogcast. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related. That includes illness, wellness, stigma and support, and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. We're going to be covering projects, campaigns, education, starting conversations, and looking at some of the tools that support our well-being as well. I'm Mike, and while I'm being mindfully mindless, hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so Mm. they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, And then they want to talk about it. Ahoy and welcome to the podcast and to episode 218 or 19. I think I think it's 18, I'm not sure. Um, I hope you're having a great week. I hope things are going well for you. This week is Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, so all the way through, all, the, all week, from the 10th to the 16th. That's how weeks work, right? <laughs> um, is Mental Health Awareness Week. So there's uh, a lot of focus on, on mental health this week on encouraging conversations and a few particular ones I guess Um, so this week I wanted to take a moment to theoretically talk for a shorter period of time um, but just have a a little bit of an opportunity to talk through this week on what it means to to different people or what it might mean to different people um, and what some of those conversations might look like and how you can get involved in some of those so we've spoken in the past about kind of my view on awareness raising days and weeks and stuff. So I'm not going to go into that loads here just to say that I'm in favour of them. Um, I think they're really, really important things uh, and um, they can mean different things to different people. Um, but this year's Mental Health Awareness Week, I think, comes um, at a really important time. It's We're kind of midway through our roadmap back to social life i guess uh in the uk um we have the i think the third or fourth of five steps happening next week um where you're allowed to kind of visit people inside um so yeah i think it's an important time to reflect on some of the things that are happening um i know the focus on on this week um in terms of like a theme is on the outdoors and on nature so i think we're gonna have a bit of a chat about that um and, and some of the other things that follow on from this as well but yeah so this week's episode is slightly different uh and we it's, it's just gonna be me um sat talking through um this week 
So I say um, all the way through, 10th to the 16th. I don't know why I have to kind of really clarify that quite in the way that I am. Uh, is Mental Health Awareness Week. And with the focus being on the outdoors, I think that's a really interesting thing because it's something that many of us have maybe felt like we have limited access to over the last year. Um, some of those outside spaces that we would have maybe accessed or used in the past um, haven't been as accessible. Maybe you, like me, have enjoyed, you know, uh, walking through forests or woods or the like the seafront and the seaside and beaches and stuff like that. And those places are maybe uh, further away from you and so you can't get there um, or they've been particularly busy. Um, and in which case you maybe want to, to avoid those places over the last year. So it's, it's hoping that some of those places that haven't been accessible are going to become accessible again as we move forward. But also reflecting on the way we've used the outdoors over the last year. And I think for me, it's been really important to value the small spaces. Um, so gardens porches balconies they've all become extremely important i think for a range of different reasons whether it's a break from screens a break from work an opportunity to um breathe some outdoor air um i think they've become really really important and i know for me i definitely felt a difference during those winter months where the outdoors seemed a little bit less accessible it was a little bit less nice to sit out well I didn't sit outside and have lunch I don't think through the winter um whereas that's something I was doing in the summer before and a couple of times in the autumn um haven't quite got back to doing that yet um but I think that is going to be something as we get towards the summer that I'm kind of um go back to enjoying and being able to do um midway through the day as well so uh I, I think it's 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 maybe been a yeah a realization of that those small outside spaces um, can have a, a massive difference, um, and a reminder as well. I think we I don't know about you, but I've been involved in lots of conversations where we've spoken about gardens, um, and oh, it's great to be able to sit and have lunch in the garden, or or when you've been able to kind of see and speak to people in the garden. It's like not everyone's got a garden, or not everyone has a, a large enough space to share that with other people um so i think again it's been kind of that realization that there are people in so many different situations and being able to enjoy kind of the the if you do have limited space being able to make the most out of it or or identify a way that it can support you maybe it's different to how um, someone else would use that space or would use the space that they have um, but i think that's been really important and some of the um like make your balcony pretty youtube videos <laughs> that i've seen um over the last few months have been amazing um so yeah i think uh, kind of that roll out some astroturf a pot plant uh, and a nice chair or a beanbag it does seem to make all the difference um so i think yeah it, it has been and is really really important and another thing i think that's changed a little bit for me is when we talk about things like walking and running and um, I've spoken before about how how fortunate I am that these are actually things that really do um, work for me. They have a positive impact. They support my well-being in a big way, um, but that they are often um, maybe slightly stereotypical and maybe slightly demeaning things to suggest to people. So it's kind of managing those conversations. But 
I think for me it's also realizing that I'm now I'm now I'm working at home and I'm going to continue for an unknown period of time to work from home um that I, I've kind of lost that that journey to work that process of kind of getting ready of mentally preparing or um, processing or maybe de-stressing on the way to or the way from work um, and kind of getting ready for oh, I'm now at home I'm now not working or I'm now doing this or that was a difficult conversation and just having half an hour to process that those journeys are now gone um, for me at least um, so the opportunity to go outside for uh, like a 10 or 15 minute walk isn't completely about I'm just going outside for a walk um, it's now kind of filling that void of like I need time just to process this stuff and have a little bit of distance at the end of the day from the things that I've been working on or discussing to I'm I'm now at home and I'm now not working and that can be really difficult so that's also kind of where some of the walking and running has has kind of fitted in for me and we're talking a lot about the outdoors and about the environment because um it supports mental health it supports well-being and um and i can say that with a little bit of confidence um in that there's research by mental health charities to to back this up to evidence this um by mind by the mental health foundation and i'm sure by many others as well um and they their research kind of shows it's not just a, a positive impact that nature has on our well-being um but there are also kind of certain things that maybe it, it affects us more in regards to um so it's looking at things like um and i have got a little list to read from because i knew i'd i would forget um so looking at kind of how nature can can affect our mental health and like green space is is great but just generally in regards to being outdoors whether that's things like um growing flowers or plants foods exercising outdoors um i've got cats so even just like sitting outside with the cats all of these types of things can um, they can improve your mood um reduce feelings of stress or anger um they can help you take time out and feel a bit more relaxed i think that's kind of that's my journey that's my walking replacement for the traveling that's my time out um improve your physical health which is obviously really important as well uh, improve your confidence and self-esteem help you to be more active and help you to make new connections as well and i think it's really interesting the kind of the the overlap with the physical side and i think back to kind of when we started lockdown last year some sort of 14 or so months ago um seeing mental health spoken about so prominently um in regards to just health this there is an issue with health now um and i think that was really important and although that's dropped away a little bit i think it's really important to keep that up because we are going to start to see now um different aspects of mental health be triggered or be um, issues for struggle or illness or symptoms um, as we come out of lockdowns and restrictions um, i think they are they're gonna you're gonna start to notice those more so i think looking at that that kind of physical health side um, of keeping active of, of supporting your mood your stresses your relaxation your kind of um, movement as well um kind of talking to the homeworkers out there that um if like me you find yourself kind of sat at a desk or at a table most of the day like yeah your activity has dropped over the last year i know mine has 
Um, so I think that's that's um, something to kind of remember as well. Um, now spending out time outside is really good. We've kind of mentioned a few different things. I think um, I've spoken in the past as well about if you're indoors and you can't go outside um like being able to open the doors and the windows and kind of letting the air in i think is a really positive thing to do and i think um again there will be research because i have read it before but i I haven't got it to hand that kind of supports that idea of um the, the openness and that helping to break some depressive cycles of letting the air in letting the light in um and kind of the air kind of circulating a little bit more as well and I think um, kind of looking back at some of the I've got another little bit here from um, overlaps with research from Mind, Mental Health Foundation and Samaritans as well uh, about time outside in nature supporting um, people that are affected by depression and anxiety, but also some of the positive effects it can have on people that are affected by seasonal affective disorder. Um, and I think this is a, a really important one. It kind of um each of them talks about some of the different areas um and so we've got kind of the importance of uh moving indoor activity outdoors so i guess that's that's like my lunch that's sitting outside for my lunch so that is something i've done when it's nicer weather um bring some of the outdoors indoors creating green spaces with flowers or small plants definitely do that i've got a couple of where's my oh that's over there i've got um some two I think one is a small tree and uh, just like a, uh, I guess it's a plant. It's some green thingy um, that I have in the the room that I kind of sit in most of the time with my laptop. So um, that's a little bit of me trying to bring uh, the outside indoors. Um, spending time with pets, I definitely do that. And I'm fortunate at the moment to not have a cat right by me for some of you that have been aware in a couple of the last recordings or some of the online conversations i've had in the last few weeks and months um there's usually one around uh making your outside space at home more welcoming for you and i think that's thinking of those balcony videos i've watched it's making the most of those kind of potentially small spaces that you have around you if you're fortunate enough to have a large space maybe making a particular part of that um kind of welcoming or engaging for you i think is a a really important thing as well um every time i start thinking about the small spaces uh i automatically go to the opposite and think about the forests uh and the beaches and all the stuff that we can't do at the moment but hopefully we can do those soon one of the things i've also found um kind of really positive in regards to the outdoors is photography um and this is something i think i've maybe mentioned a couple of times but not loads in regards to i think it's a really good it gives purpose to short walks if you kind of want to add a little bit of something to that i think photography is a great thing um but for me it's also been an opportunity to kind of really i guess reflect or engage on uh, like some of those small spaces so for me to um like get a picture of like a little weed coming through a footpath Um, or a particular flower in a garden or kind of going on a short walk through the local village like getting a picture of like a tree that's kind of overhanging onto the road or something like that Um, these are all quite nice things I think to engage with that local environment and really enjoy um, some of the more local and maybe uh, spaces that you've been able to access 
um, over the last year. And I think for me as well, as we move forward and hopefully those restrictions continue to be lifted, photography, I think, will probably be quite a nice way for me to gradually introduce myself to some of those social settings to have an element of distance from people um to sort of stand back and and take pictures to the side rather than being part of quite a large group i think photography is probably going to fill a little bit of that sort of gap or purpose for me um moving forward and i think it is really important to reflect on that um kind of what's next and I, I don't know it's not particularly part of the national conversation this week I don't think um, but it's in my mind of this is a great week to reflect on with nature and the outdoors kind of being the focus but also because that's been the thing that we've kind of been ha- had maybe a potentially lacking uh, of opportunity to go to some of those places in the last year um, I think it's a great opportunity to reflect on what's worked well in the last year what's kind of supported your well-being what have you enjoyed has that been sitting in the garden gardening walking running um a bit spending time with pets or whatever um how are you going to um continue with that because i think it's really important if something supported your well-being let's try and continue to engage with those activities and also maybe what are you going to add to that as we move forward? So you've now got opportunities or hopefully soon we will have those opportunities to go to some of those other public spaces that may be a little bit further afield. Um, how are you going to use those to kind of engage with some of those activities or, or support your well-being? That's kind of one conversation. And then I think another one is to be mindful of those changes and, and the impact that it can have on us um it might be that you've been particularly um careful and followed um all of the rules and the guidance and and stayed as protected as possible and so to start um kind of opening up to going to some of these public spaces to potentially going to indoor venues um that might be a big change um so it's getting used to understanding that the impact is going to be different for every person um because we've experienced the last year in very different ways Um, And also realising something that you're quite comfortable with uh, a year or so ago, maybe you're a bit less comfortable with now. Um, It might also be that you're comfortable with it at first and then that changes. And I think it's learning to be okay with that. There's going to be an adjustment period. There's going to be a period of, of adapting and finding out what you're okay with and what you're not okay with and what kind of sits in the middle. And I think that's where having some of those supportive coping skills or strategies is really important. And I mention the outdoors quite a lot because it's the area of focus, but also because those are things that can kind of fill those gaps sometimes. So if you're out at a shop or a restaurant or um, going to visit a friend somewhere and you find a moment is particularly worrying or um, distressful, um, there are opportunities to kind of step outside to engage in maybe a short walk maybe if you've got a a phone with you maybe you can um, take some pictures with your phone there's kind of distraction techniques and methodology there that I think can help with with some of those moments that said it as I said it's, it's it's going to be different for everyone and I think that's why it's really important to continue these conversations to engage in as many as possible to support your own well-being and that of kind of friends families uh colleagues 
uh, and maybe even acquaintances, I guess, as we go along the way. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a it's going to be a strange time. It's it's going to be something that we haven't really experienced before, and you might be alongside people that are able to return to kind of social settings and life very very quickly, uh, and you might find that it's a little bit difficult in certain situations and I think it's really important that we know that that's okay that there's support that you can access if you're struggling with some of those changes um and I think that's where I would really signpost to um mind in particular because I think there's some great information on their website about um lockdown changing um about certain concerns or worries that we might have um and about responses that we can have in terms of kind of strategies tools um activities ways of thinking and things like that so definitely have a look at their their website um and see how that kind of um process goes for you and and what it's like to kind of welcome yourself back to some of those social settings and situations um it's going to be a journey and it will take time but I think it's really it's going to be really important. And I'm looking forward to the conversations that we'll have with people over the next, uh, I guess, year, two years, maybe, maybe longer of, of what this experience has been like for them as we've got used to these changes, because it will be different for everyone. Um, I mentioned the Mind website a couple of times there. So if you do want to go and have a look on their website, um it is mind.org.uk um and as i say they've got loads of information around um lockdown changing coronavirus and your mental health um kind of information and services and, and, and things like that as well so do go and have a look there um they will also have a page that has a link to local minds as well so if you want to find out about services that are available in your local area um i think that's definitely worth having a look at if you are really struggling with something and you're finding that certain symptoms or maybe even an illness might be at play as well um i think that'll be really important for you to to have a check uh some of the information and some of the support that is available there but as i said this week is a slightly shorter one um because i'm also hoping that um this episode is going to function i guess as a prompt more so than any other we always talk about this has been a great conversation and i hope you kind of go away and and have a conversation with someone else about what's going on for you or for them but this week i really want to prompt you to have a look at some of the material that's being shared some of the conversations that are being shared as part of mental health awareness week uh i really want to encourage you to engage if possible with some of your local mental health and well-being um services some of the charities and the campaigns that will be running as well i think it's a, a great time to have a look and see see what's going on in your area and what's available uh and follow the conversations online um so this episode um while recorded the friday before um will be going up on the the tuesday evening um of of the mental health awareness week um so those conversations will have started online there'll there'll be things that you can find already and if you're listening to this at a later date um obviously there'll be many many more that are occurring over the period of the week 
Um, so please do have a look at those, engage with the conversation. Um, I've spoken about the focus being on nature and the outdoors, and I think that's a, a really enjoyable conversation. It focuses maybe more on some of the positive aspects of the uh, support, the tools that can be uh, uh, coping strategies to support our, our well-being. There's lots of other conversations that, that you can be having. You've heard some of them in the past that we've had on the podcast. Um, and while the focus is on this week, as always, you can have these conversations at any time, any place with anyone. It's up to you, kind of where you find most favour in, in who you're speaking to, where you're speaking to them and, and how that conversation goes. But you can do it anywhere with anyone at any time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As I said, a shorter episode, a bit of a ramble one because it's just me and that's sometimes how those episodes go. Um, but hopefully it's a prompt for you to go away and engage with um, conversations online or, or in person. I hope you have a great Mental Health Awareness Week. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to support the podcast. Um, and as always, if you're interested in coming on, sharing some of your own stories or insights, you can find information about being a guest over at openjournalbc.com. Thank you so much, and I look forward to speaking to you again very, very soon. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were bad. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I don't think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. <laughs>